What's up and welcome back to another edition of Major League Talk, episode 26, the Sean Taylor edition. I'm J.D. Johnston, your host, always with the one and only Houdini. How are we, Dean? Living a dream. How we doing, boys? Also with us is De Palma. How are we, boys? Hey, hey, how, how, how we doing? All right, guys, before we start this off, I, I got to get stuff off my chest that's just been like, this is, it's just bugging me. Past like six hours, I found all this out. It's just three quick things. I mean, to start it off, plane survivors. I Barstool Sports just posted it. I so these people crashed their plane in the ocean, and their first thing to do was not to get help. It was to take selfies on their phone and then take a video while his wife was getting stung by a jellyfish while their plane was sinking to the bottom of the ocean. This Jeez. was their first reaction. I. God, people, help! Jeez, I, I I don't even like I don't even know what to say to that because like I'm I do. What the hell is wrong with you? Yeah, like I'm trying to be nice here. I'm I'm really trying to be nice, and it's extremely difficult because it's people like this. Okay, it's people like this who are clearly completely removed from. <laughs> From like how a human being should react. So it's like fight or flight. Okay. No pun intended because the plane went down. <laughs> but there's no fight. It's like they're they're enjoying it. And anyone who has ever been stung by a jellyfish, it's no fun. First of all, the chick should dump the dude right away if he's just standing there watching. Second of all, I don't know how far you are from the coast, but I'm turning into fucking Michael Phelps and I'm swimming. <laughs> Uh, JD, how big was this plane? Like, was it like a like a tiny just, plane, like a personal, yeah, or a- small, small little private aircraft, like something you would just fly with maybe another passenger? Dude, and how like, how that's far? That's kind of impressive too. Like, I mean, because they're in the water. Like most phones are like a little waterproof, but like you're taking, you know, like you're probably got into the water before the boat went or the plane went down. Like shit. So how far were they from the coast? I don't know. I honestly just like really read the whole title of the thing. I didn't click on it because we were getting ready for this, but I'm definitely going to read it later. Because yeah, we'll have to investigate geez. that further. Uh, next thing I got to get off my chest: the whole Spider-Man deal. I he's not my favorite superhero, but you got to love Spider-Man. I mean, the whole Sony, the Disney, the Marvel universe. He's not going to be in any more Marvel uh, movies anymore. Like, come on, man! Like, I. I don't want to see Uncle Ben die again in some <laughs> spinoff of Sony now, and we're going to get a new Spider-Man. I like Tom Holland. I want to see him. He's, a, he's, I w- he's ten times better than Andrew Garfield. If you stick up for Andrew Garfield, I think you're crazy. I mean, no, Tom bro, Holland's Toby Maguire won. all day. Yeah, I think he's the best no, one. No, stop it. Stop it. Stop it. No, stop it. Stop I have it, to give Tom it. Holland big credits, like a big – credit though i love him playing spider-man i love how he plays more of the comic book version with like the little kid he acts like yeah. a, like he's actually in high school i really love that about this i mean but if they're really not going to use tom holland and we're not going to see any more marvel stuff at the end of the day this is probably all about money and it sucks that it has to come to this because I, the new one that just came out was outstanding i actually think it was the best spider-man film i've ever seen i i, I agree first of all tom holland is spider-man in my opinion okay i think I think Tobey Maguire was good, 
for the first one. Only the first one was good. I'll give you that. Okay, the second one we started to get into some problems. The third one was atrocious. Which one was okay. with Dr. Oct? That was, the, that was the second one. Okay, yeah, that one was decent. I had no idea. The third one was terrible. The third one was terrible. Andrew Garfield, like, that's the dude that is, – is it Andrew Garfield? Wasn't that a president? <laughs> yes. <laughs> is that also this guy's name? Yes. Yeah, that's his name, Andrew Garfield. Okay. Uh, no, so, no, it was James Garfield. No, you're good. James Garfield. Thank yeah. you. So my, 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 my thing with, with Andrew Garfield was I'm pretty sure he got that role like a few years, if not a year after the social network. And yep. like I couldn't stop thinking about how you're just some nerd who – I'm going to completely segue for this for you – who just breaks down pr- programs and analytics. But – uh, hold, just keep that on hold. This isn't a done deal. Okay. It's not like this is permanent. However, there's a dollar figure that neither side is reaching right now. No one's saying that Tom Holland is done. Okay. There's talks that, you know, there might be a, a, a Spider-Man venom, you know, which wouldn't be that bad. Tom Hardy. Yeah. So I, I don't think this is the end of Tom Holland for Spider-Man, but it, it would be the end of Russo Brothers doing it, which is a massive problem. I'm just glad they got the Avengers in. Yeah, I just I, – I don't think – look, at the end of the day, like everybody, no matter what country you're from, ethnicity, race, all that, people love money. The universal and, language, Dean. Yeah, and if, and, and if people can't – if they, – they will reach an agreement. I guarantee it because the backlash is going to be unbelievable, and it already has been. Yeah, too much money to be made. Yeah, way too much, way too much money to be made. Way too much money to be lost. Because if 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 they go on their own and they blow it, we got a problem. Yeah, I mean, and the last thing I got to get off my chest. I know I'm going to get heated with this one. All right, so I I just happened to see it. I think somebody that I follow just happened to retweet it. And this kid wrote that Aaron Judge's UZR, that's right, I said that right, his UZR, a a statistic, um, he was second best in the American League, I believe. Not even all of baseball. Now, look, I am not saying I do not like statistics. I'm not saying I am not an analytical guy. But when it comes to a UZR, which I'm sure people listening right now have never even heard of, that kind of just ticks me off a little bit. And all I wrote was, Bro, it's a UZR. What even is that? Who even cares, bro? I think he just I think he took it the wrong way. But let me tell you what a UZR first is. It's the ultimate zone rating, which is a basically a defensive statistic. And it puts a run value to defense for players attempting to uh, save as many runs or runs that they gave up uh, from their fielding. Now This is all calculated through different components on outfield arms, runs, double play runs, range runs, errors. Like, dude, I just cut the BS. I just want the thing that says he threw out this amount of guys. I don't need the (laughs) he threw it at this velocity this many times and got him out at second base while tying his left shoe. I don't care. Like, it's getting ridiculous. That's all I was trying to say. You know, I they kept attacking me and it was really like. But geez, man, I was like kept going back and forth. That just really ticked me off. Dude, and I know to, you're probably I'm about listening. to get into Twitter beef on your behalf, bro. Yeah, I, and I know this kid is probably listening to this. Look, I'm trying to throw some shade at you, but 
Are you, wait, are, are you not trying to tr- throw shade because you want me to do that for you? <laughs> I mean, like, I'm just like, no, 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 don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. I got this. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Dean and I got you, bro. <laughs> I got you on this. First of all, what's the dude's name? Give him a shout out. Cause if he's, cause George. If no, no, George. what is it? What is this? <laughs> what is I, I think it's called a Yankee stat nerd. Oh, wait, okay. before no, you no, do no, 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 I got this. I got this. <laughs> oh my God. This pissed me okay. off the most. It did. Okay. And I forgot listen, to mention, I don't know listen. how it got guys, Twitter handle. Okay. We're giving you a shout out, even though we think you're a fucking moron. Okay. <laughs> Yankee stat nerd. Okay. In your bio, it says I'm a Yankees and athletics fan. So what? Okay. First of all, that's a big fucking problem. Okay. Second <laughs> of all, so what? <laughs> second of all, your your profile picture is of an Oakland Athletic. Now, here's my problem. Okay, here's my here's my problem. You're an analytical guy, probably because you watched Moneyball. Okay, <laughs> you have no idea anything about the game. And if you do, I would love to get you on the show so we can hear your opinion. And I mean that. Like, send us a DM, let's get you on the show, and let's have a conversation about it, right? But don't take to Twitter to fire stuff back at us when we're still actively in the game, right? Some of us get paid, okay, to teach it. So before you start throwing this shit out about all these statistics, because (laughs) congratulations, you can read a fucking book, okay? Pick a fucking team. That's one. Two, what did you do when the Yanks played the A's? (laughs) <laughs> the famous Jeter play. Yeah, like, okay, like, were you like, oh, my God, he's going to be safe. No, Jeter's there. What a play. Posada, what a tag. God, I love Giambi and his sweaty haircut. No. <laughs> I'm good either way. Like, it, it doesn't it doesn't translate, okay? The Yanks and A's play tonight at 10 o'clock. Are you staying up? Do you care? Are you just going to check the score in the morning and realize, hmm, both my teams are good? Are, are you the guy that in the beginning of the season expects nothing from the A's? So you wear your Yankees gear and then all of a sudden the A's turn it around. The sec- I have so many questions for this guy and I'm not trying <laughs> to be, on. yeah, I'm not trying to be an asshole, but dude, let me tell you something. The UZR, okay. The UZR to me means absolutely nothing. Now not it's a, a it, not a damn thing. It's a saber metric. Okay. Which we've talked about it before. Tom Tango, the Tango Tiger who comes up with all of these. Okay. Yes, the guy's a genius. However, these statistics right here, not war, not wins above replacement. That's a, that's a valuable statistic. That's valuable data you can use. Not spray charts to, to play the shift. That's valuable data. Not ERA, WHIP, all that. All that's valuable. UZR, fucking um, WOBA, that type of shit. <laughs> There's no place for it in baseball because I'm going to tell you this. Nobody watches a baseball game. If you're actually watching a baseball game with the intent to understand the game, the game and how it's played, you are not reading books to decipher what was right, what was the right play, what was the wrong play. You know, is this guy a gold glover? I don't need a UZR to measure a gold glove caliber player. But get him on, even though I'm telling you right now, I don't want to talk to him, but I will to hear his side. But as of right now, in my opinion, you are a grade A top choice fucking moron. (laughs) Did that cross a line? 
<laughs> it did. But I just have one thing to say. You didn't mention this. You probably just forgot it because you were ranting. And I don't blame you. What did you do last year when the Yankees were playing the Athletics in the wild card? Thank you. That's Jeez, an elimination. Good either way, bro. Exactly. But not only that, I I didn't mention this, but like Aaron Judge, you're telling me when they're the Yankees are going to sometime going to offer this guy two hundred million dollars plus on an extension or just in a contract when he becomes more a free than. agent. Yeah, more than that. I'm just I'm undervaluing it. You're telling me they're going to be like. You use ZRs second in the majors. We're going to give you an extra fifty million. No, they're going to give him an extra fifty million because he dropped six hundred foot tanks past <laughs> Monument Park. That's why, and because his on base percentage is freaking four thousand. That's oh, why. Hold on a second. Let me read you this guy's bio. Okay, Sabermetrics nerd. Okay, so obviously maybe he's really close with Tom Tango. Knows him personally. If he does, I would love to talk to him. Both of them to figure out what exactly is going on in their brain. But besides that, Matt Chapman supporter, James Paxton defender, stop. Get the fuck out, dude. Stop. <laughs> Paxton's ERA in the first inning is, is, is above a, uh, at least above a five. Like, just stop it. Okay, I Yankee, think it's 11. Uh, it doesn't surprise <laughs> me. Yankees and A's fans, or Yankee, Yankee and A's fan, I like two teams, deal with it. I'm sorry, bro. That's not something you just deal with, dude. I can't. I can't get over the, the exactly where I said there. The two teams thing, man. Like, even if your team is trash, man, they're your team. You can't just go out there and like two different teams, let alone in the same like, you know, league. Like they're both in the AL. Like, come on, bro. But, but even one step further, like, where is like where are you from? Because like, if so many questions. Yeah, like if you're from New York. Right, and you're a Yankee fan, but like, like let's say your 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 wife or your granddad or 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 even your dad for that matter grew up a Mets fan. Like, I can understand you rooting for the Mets when they're not playing. You know, different league, you know, same city. Right. But bro, you're you're three thousand miles apart. Like, you're not even close. Get them so on, JD. Get them on. So many questions. So many questions. I really do want to have them on just to have like just have a conversation about his analytical thoughts. We had an analytical podcast before. You can go back and check that out. It's still up iTunes, Spotify. I mean, I just I like conversations like that. That's all I'm saying. But thanks for allowing me to get that off my chest. But it's time to probably get into the headline of this podcast. We're talking college football. The season starts this weekend on Saturday with the University of Miami and the University of Florida Gators at seven in Orlando at the Camping World Stadium. Guys, predictions for the games. Wins. Who wins? Uh, loss. Score. Who's the player of the game? Go. Go ahead, Dino. Hold on a second. This guy, Bobby Down. Okay. <laughs> this guy, Bobby Down, who, who commented on this, right? I know who you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, so here's the thing. He, re- he responds to my tweet. Okay. And... I said, because you said you should listen, and he says, with your point of views, it's a, I'll say a big no thanks, okay? If I want antiquated views on baseball, I've got ransoms on Twitter. So I said, that's a bold statement. It's views from people who are still in the game. Quote, quoted me, people who are still in the game are blindly trusted because they play slash played. Aubrey Huff, Aubrey Huff, 
<laughs> what a played. name drop, bro. And, and he is one of the worst opinions out there on baseball today. My point to you is, and I mean this by no disrespect, dude. I, I like your profile picture screams non-athletic. Oh, the picture okay. of him standing there with like food behind him. Okay, now that's that screams non-athletic. I'm not I'm not taking a personal jab at you. All I'm saying is that if you're going to make comments like that, right, you should be able to hear two sides of the story and you should be a hundred and ten percent open-minded to the people who are still in the game teaching it, playing it at a very high level. Just like I'm willing to listen to your statistic, nerd-like, book-like ass of a life. That's all I want to know. Am I crossing the line here or am I just defending one of my players? I think you're just defending a player and I love it. But get them both on. I don't even care. But don't tell me it's, it's antiquated because this is a conversation that we've been having, not just us, but majority of baseball for a very long time. Don't baseball's tell- been around exactly. for a hundred and some odd years, almost 200 years. And well, maybe not almost, but a, a very long time. And this analytics phase is the last, what, like 15, 20. So yeah, get out of here. Launch angle was the last three or four. And let's understand something. If you're teaching launch angle, right? It's you're ruining talk, baseball is what yeah, it's doing. Look, you're going to talk to a lot of hitting gurus, okay, all around the country. Some guys are going to say, I 100% believe in launch angle. Other guys are going to say, absolutely not. Depends on the level that you're at. If you're coaching minor league baseball with guys who are physically capable of lifting a baseball with power, you can teach launch angle. If yep. you are, if you have a guy that's 140 pounds in high school and you're teaching launch angle for him to hit 215 foot fly balls, you don't know what you're talking about. Oh yeah. I'm sorry. I'm done with the UZR. I'm done. <laughs> I don't blame you, but sorry. Thanks for. Thanks for defending me. I do appreciate that, but it's time to talk a little college football. Like I said, it starts this weekend on Saturday with the University of Miami taking on the University of Florida Gators at 7 in Orlando at the Camping World Stadium. Guys, I want predictions on who's winning, losing the score, and who's the player of the game. Dino, start us off. Uh, I, got the, I got the Gators winning by 14, 35-21. Player of the game, Felipe Franks, who is a 6'6 quarterback who can flat out sling it across the gridiron. Now, here's my problem with the U. Okay? The U isn't what they used to be. They try to be, but they can and never will be what they used to be. No. Write that down. That's a poem. Haiku. <laughs> No, dude, I, I couldn't agree more on the on the U take. Um, but if there's a school who can do it, dude, they can bounce back. They, I mean, so many athletes down there in South Florida. Um, I agree with you. I think Florida wins, but I don't think it's by two touchdowns. I think they squeak by here. I think they win by like three or four points. Um, I think they go over what the – I think the total is set at 47, I believe. Um, I think they go over that. Life's too short, dude. You got to bet the over. Um, I think – Jaron Williams, he's the quarterback for Miami, beat out Tate Martell for the starting job this summer. And I love Tate Martell. That's my dude. I really wanted him to win that. But I'm going with uh, Jaron Williams as player of the game. Uh, so, yeah, let's go, boys. Now, talk about a pro name. What, Tate Martell? Tate Martell. So good, bro. You know, wasn't – um. Wasn't uh, the dude in the replacement? Wasn't he? Wasn't he Martell? No, not the, the guy that crossed the line. Wasn't that Martell? 
Oh, it was. Yeah, Martel. I don't remember his. I don't remember his name. I watched that movie the other day. Great uh, flick, man. Yeah, low key good movie. Problem is, is like the football scenes are are subpar. <laughs> Agreed. Jay, yeah, but we also got. Alive? Yeah, my bad. Uh, we also got Hawaii and Arizona. Um, if anybody's into that, that's on Saturday at ten thirty Eastern time. They're playing in Hawaii. I mean, what a vacation for your first game! Jeez, I want to be on the team just to go there. What do you guys um, got? So shout out to the the greatest video game of all time, NCA Football fourteen. Uh, that's where I started my career as an offensive coordinator at Hawaii. <laughs> Um, ended up leaving to take the head coaching job at UCLA, build a, build a pretty good program over there, but that's not the point. Um, I, I'm taking Arizona by 21. Um, but you gotta love the rainbow warriors. I, I, I look, I love watching the late night games because it's just like an arid out spread football. That's just ridiculous. But I think they get absolutely shellacked, um, on Saturday. I 100% agree with that that statement. Uh, there's literally two reasons you're watching that game. You either know someone from Hawaii or Arizona, or you're betting on it. And I'll be betting on that, and I'm taking Arizona. I, I agree with that, Dino. 21, 24 points, something like that. Uh, <clears throat> I think they're still in the whack, Hawaii, compared to a, you know, a Pac-12 school. Uh, no, I'm going Arizona. What's, do, you, do you have the uh, the line for the over under? Uh, no, let me look it up. Then. I think I, it's got to be like fifty six and a half. Which which it doesn't really matter. I'm still taking the over. It doesn't oh, yeah. matter what it is. Not I don't um, think there's gonna be a lot of defense being played there. Arizona couldn't stop anyone last year as well. They're there to put up points, man. Yeah, over, I, <laughs> over <laughs> under of seventy four. <laughs> yeah, I mean you know a fifty six and a half. Clearly, I was lowballing that. Oh my god! Seventy four and a half, <laughs> dude. What, I'm taking. I'm, gonna, I, I'm taking the under. I just said life's too short. Bet the over, but when you're throwing up seventy four on there, I'm okay taking the under. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, guys, who's your who's your guys' picks for the teams that are going to be in this year's national football championship? And to follow up on that, who's your guys' big sleeper this year? I'm going to go out on a limb here, Dino, and say both of us have Alabama and Clemson in the national title. Absolutely. And Clemson for the title. Yeah, I don't think I, – I, I don't even think – like it's so, it's so hard because I, for the greatest sports – or for the best sports rivalries right now, I had Clemson and Alabama, and I think 1,000% they play each other again, yeah. and, I, and I think Clemson wins again. Um, it's it's the it's the sunshine versus Tua. Um, I, I I truly believe they go they go number one in back to back years in the draft. Both are really good quarterbacks. If you were to tell me, I would probably if if I had to put a gun gun to your head, who who would you rather start a team with, Lawrence or Tua? Because for me, it's Lawrence. Hundred percent Lawrence. I like Tua. He's got an unbelievable arm. Uh, you know, short quarterbacks are kind of the craze now. Russell Wilson, Drew Brees did it back then. Now Baker Mayfield, but 
Lawrence is, just looks like a prototypical quarterback, man. He can make every throw. He just looks like a stud out there. He looks good in a uniform. Uh, the, kid, the kid was 18 just doing it through for like 3,500 yards last year on some, like, and then made Alabama look like a you know, D1 AA school in the national title. Yeah, I'm going Lawrence. Which, speaking of that, um, did you finish episode three of Hard Knocks? I did not. Okay. Uh, so... First of all, I love Hunter Renfro. Did I say that last podcast? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I love Hunter Renfro. Um, and once again, episode three was also a little disappointing. I think this is the worst season of Hard Knocks I've seen in a long time. But to answer your question on Sleeper, um, I'm going to have to g- – see, here's the thing. Like my Sleeper pick is hard because for 12 games, I would normally say Notre Dame. But – they always have a problem winning the big game, you know, let alone compete in a big game. They got shellacked in 2015 against Ohio state. I think it was 44 28, but the game was never close. Um, and that was one of the, the more talented rosters Notre Dame had with Kaiser and Will Fuller and, um, Oh my God. I can't think of the other guy's name. He was another wide out. I can't think of it. Um, and then last year, Clemson absolutely manhandled one of the best defenses I've seen in college football in a long time, which was Notre Dame's 30 to three. And I, I, it was just, you want to talk about a David versus Goliath type thing where Goliath actually wins. Um, it wasn't even, it, it wasn't even close. So normally I would say Notre Dame, I'm going away from that. I'm going with Texas. I think they have potential for an undefeated, an undefeated season. You know, they got LSU. Yeah, I mean, hot LSU take. early, bro. Yeah, they got LSU week two. And I think that sets That's a solid. Defense. Yeah, I think they set a solid tone, though. If they're able to win that game, I think they set a solid, a solid tone. Charlie Strong saved his job last year. He returns 12 starters on both sides of the ball total. So I think it was uh, six. I think it was an even split six and six. Um, so I, I think Texas is my sleeper. Plus, Jimmy and I have been saying it. Texas is back. So that's my sleeper pick. Well, I'm going with the other one that you said you would normally go with. I'm actually going ND here. I think they're ranked ninth. Um, Toughest game of the season between the hedges at Georgia week three. If they can win that game, the only other games on there that they shouldn't be favored and they should win – or excuse me, that they'll have a tough time with is USC and Michigan back-to-back weeks. That's a historic rivalry with them. Uh, It's going to be tough for them if they do beat USC. I think the Harbaugh and the Michigan game is always close, but I'd have to give Notre Dame the edge. If they can win those three games with Georgia being a true 50-50 game, if they can win that, Man, they can be, you know, possibly you're talking possibly undefeated. And I know you're saying, Dino, the they've been good in the regular season. And Brian Kelly has done his job getting them to those big games. But they just haven't been able to win those big ones, man. Well, those are those are probably one of the toughest two back to back games in college football this year. Yep. And they can get out of that. Like they play like they play that, you know, ACC slanted schedule. So like, like I think they like start with Louisville or something like that. And, you know, Boston College thrown in there, a couple ACC, random ACC schools. Um, but, yeah, it should be uh, should be a good one for them. 
yeah, and to wrap all this up, um, my final question about this is: Does UCF make the playoffs this uh, this year? And do they have another great season? Stop it! No, nope. they finally gained a little bit of respect. They're ranked seventeenth currently. Stop nope. it! Stop it! Stop! Stop! They stop. had a great season last year. So I'm, it's just a question. First. I'm not buying it, man. Like, I get that they're a good squad and they wall up teams in the American, but they're still in the freaking American conference. I don't know, man. I, I, you could point to the – what what SEC – or they beat Auburn, right? Like two years ago, they blew out Auburn. But, dude, Auburn was pissed off. They didn't want to be playing in that game versus freaking UCF. Uh, I don't know, man. I don't think they can – I think they can hover around there if they run the table, but I don't think they're even in a, in, in consideration for that top four. I would continue to penalize a team who plays, as of right now, one top 25 opponent, which is the 25th-ranked Stanford Cardinal, Okay, and the rest of their schedule is the definition of a cakewalk at a Mayfair. Dino, we, you were just talking about NCAA, man, NCAA. And whenever you love to do it, you started at Hawaii – I love to do it starting at a small school. You build them up, and then you take a big job. Blueprint for getting that that uh, you know mid major squad up in it. You got to play really good teams a lot, and any open week needs to be a really good like historic team, like something that has name recognition. Playing a Notre Dame, playing a Michigan, playing a Florida, like anything along those lines. Now I know. Wasn't like Florida ducking them or something like that. They wanted to play Florida, but if you want to be considered in uh, for the top four, you gotta win those big games on a national TV. But I think they would even gain respect if they scheduled an LSU or something like that and got absolutely destroyed. You know, like playing FAMU and FAU back to back games does nothing. Yep. It does nothing for your strength of schedule. When your conference is the American, if you're in the Big Ten or or the SEC, yeah, you can schedule as cupcake schools because you're going to be playing squads. But, dude, yeah, if you're playing in the American and shit, get out of here. I'm I'm calling it right now. The game that completely ruins their season, they're going to get blown out by Houston on November 2nd. Ooh, good offense there. Yeah, but to wrap that up, it's now time for the fact of the pod. Um. On July, or in July, 1934, Babe Ruth paid a fan $20 for the return of the baseball he hit for his 700th career home run. 20 bucks for that ball. Wow. <laughs> what a deal. What a deal. <laughs> what I think, I think if my calculations are correct, sir, I think that's like two grand or something like that nowadays. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. I thought it would be like a hundred bucks. But uh, now it's time for a little bit of baseball news, a little bit of baseball headlines. This one's kind of just interesting a little bit. Right-handed pitcher for the Nationals, Hunter Strickland, dropped a barbell on his face yesterday. (laughs) He said, yeah, I just assumed I got hit by the bar because I got up really dizzy. Then I looked up at the mirror and realized I was bleeding everywhere and my nose was crooked. I probably shouldn't be laughing, but I'm just picturing that shit. <laughs> like being in the weight room and dude, that, watching this that, dude drop a barbell on his face. Dude, that takes like talent. I don't even know how you do that. Like what were you – maybe you're benching. Like I don't really know like what you were doing. <laughs> Got to well, be I mean, with some free weights or something. Yeah, I know. I mean are the Nationals cursed with like broken nose problems this year? Like <laughs> – Mad Max, bunting, and now this. 
Another pitcher, another victim. Dude, the bunt was wild, man. I can't believe that happened. Yeah, I know. And another thing, next uh, headline, the Colorado Rockies, man. They've just been disappointing. I don't know if they've been disappointing to both of you, but they've been disappointing to me. I really thought they were going to repeat what they did last year, go out and make a wild card. You know, they signed Nolan Arenado, obviously, to this mega extension, almost making $36 million a year. Kyle Freeland, who was lights out, their their ace, he was a stud. Even at Coors Field, he was lights out, which is pretty insane. But this year he's been like worse than horrible. He's been horrific. They're in last place in the NL. They're currently 58-69. and 69. The Padres are doing better than them. The Diamondbacks are doing better than them, who basically this offseason gave up their big players all away, saying, we're rebuilding. They obviously just gave up Zach Granke most recently to the Astros. They gave up their franchise player and Paul Goldschmidt to the Cardinals. They made no intention of re-signing uh, Patrick Corbin this past offseason. And they even tried shopping around uh, their starting pitcher, Robbie Ray. And they're somehow a 500 ball club. <laughs> And even to add on to that, the Rockies pitcher today, John Gray, just broke his foot and is out for the year. Like, geez, this has been absolutely disappointing in my opinion. You could even add on that they didn't make any strides of adding Adovino and Tate and uh, re-signing him. Even DJ LeMahieu, who's probably going to win a batting title. Yep. I mean, it's just – it was disappointing in my opinion. What do you guys think? Dude, I think with Nolan, I think you got to give him that mega extension, man. He's such a good fielder and an even better hitter. And even if you aren't good, I think you got to make that play to to lock him up. You don't want him going somewhere else. Um, Freeland was really crazy because, just like you said, he had that amazing year last year. I'm pretty sure at one point his ERA was above six, and he got sent down to the minors at one point uh, to try and work on stuff. They brought him back up, and he still hasn't been doing well. I think it's so tough to have a winning ball club in cores. Like unless literally one through eight hits homers, it's so tough to win there because the pitching, man, just balls fly out of there so easy. It's so tough to keep the ball in the yard. I think it's going to be really tough for them uh, to field a, a, you know, a winning squad there in the next little bit. Rockies blow. <laughs> next. <laughs> uh, the Orioles – uh, with 40 games basically left, gave up their MLB record 258th home run of the season, and they're on pace for 333. <laughs> Just over two home runs a game given up. But the Mariners, Angels, Yankees, and Phillies are all on pace to give up more than the previous record held by the 2016 Cincinnati Reds, which was at 257. To wrap this up, balls are juiced. Um, I... I- Balls juiced or not, absolutely terrible. Oh, they're they're horrendous. They're 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 the worst baseball team I have ever seen in my life. <laughs> they're yeah, they're it's just it's not like it's like like they can point to one thing either to be like, all right, you know. Hitting is good. We just got to, you know, trade for some pitching or sign some pitching, develop some uh, some pitchers. Like, it's bad all over. No, I, I honestly, I think their front office feels exactly the way Wall Street felt when the Depression started. <laughs> like, there's nothing. You have, your pipeline is bad. Yeah. You're, like, your fan base is losing hope. Like, 
everything about it is other than their stadium. Is a, yeah, it's just an absolute disaster. Uh, two of my uh, best buds, shout out BJ Slurn, shout out Clayberger, are huge Orioles fans, man. And like, don't even get them started on Chris Davis, first of all. But like, they're just so depressed about it too because they know it's dude. It's not going to be a couple years. Like, this is going to be a long term fix, and they don't even know if they're like if their front office is even capable of doing a rebuild like this. This is a massive rebuild. If they do it right, though, I mean, the Astros were just as bad for that stretch for, what, like five years, six years or something like that. But it allowed them to collect all of those big picks that turned into Correa, that turned into Springer, that turned into Bregman. Uh, so, I mean, if you do it right, it can be done well. But, oh, man, it's a that's a tall task. It's, dude, they're, they're, they're eight to legit eight to ten years away. Yeah. Uh, yep. Um, I was I was gonna say max a decade, but yeah, six to ten, yeah. Yeah, hold I mean, on. I just can, think they don't. What were you gonna say? No, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I don't think that they got enough for the people they traded more last year. You know, I mean, the Manny deal was pretty good for them, but the Yankees gave them pennies for Zach Britton. They gave them absolutely. I understand he was hurt, but like. They gave him, I think, did they get, I think they gave him uh, Garcia, which was a, like a very tall right-handed starting pitcher who was kind of just stuck in the minors for a while. And they gave Josh Rogers, who actually is Tommy John right now. And they gave up uh, uh, Corbin Carroll, I think his name is. He's a, he's a reliever. He's up on the Orioles right now. I don't think they got enough. You know, I really would have probably asked for catcher they just drafted what's his name anthony uh he has a weird last name i would have asked for him they do have adley rutchinson now so maybe they cleared that up i just don't think they got enough for what they gave in zach Britton. uh i don't need i'm not even sold on Britton. well neither am i but at the time he was lights out like when he was at the time yeah um can i jump sports real quick because this is bothering me. Sure. Okay. The um the the did you see what Baker Mayfield allegedly said about Daniel Jones? Dude, I I want to beat Baker up right now. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, uh, so basically, the GQ quote said, "I cannot believe the Giants took Daniel Jones. It blows my mind." Uh, Baker said that the quotes to GQ was taken out of context. Reached out to Daniel Daniel Jones to to uh, clarify and rectify that situation. Um, so all I'm going to say is whether he said it or not, or or it was taken out of context or not, dude. Let's let's get something very clear. You are the same guy that that couldn't outrun three out of shape police officers, okay, <laughs> and got absolutely speared, okay. Not not only in college but on tape, right? <laughs> on tape. Okay, he, you know, you went to Cleveland. You're, you're, you're on the right path, but keep your mouth shut, bro. Don't- I was, I was a big Baker fan in college, and I wanted him to go to anywhere but somewhere within the AFC North, because um, I, I think he's the real deal. But a hundred percent, dude. Like you gotta. Don't even give them the opportunity to take something like that out of context. Like I get, he's, you know, uh, you know. 
what's the word I'm looking for? He, he speaks his mind. Like he doesn't really like usually the quarterback position. You don't get dudes that, you know, talk like that, but God damn dude. Like that's another quarterback. Like that for someone who won in college, which I get Oklahoma, anyone can win at Oklahoma. They're always good. But Baker last year, he gets a lot of hype for being great. And he was great whenever they were good. But if you look at those other games, man, not so much. I believe he was like one in five versus playoff teams last year and won one game out of the state outside the state of Ohio. So like dude's legit and he can be really good, but he's got a lot of potential. But dude, he's all hype right now in my eyes until you start beating those teams that are making playoffs and until you start winning on the road, man, you're expected to win home NFL playoff games, win some games on the road before you start going talking shit like that. Agreed. And I also feel like, and right now this is a Brown situation that they need to handle right now. Odell continuing to talk about the Giants yeah. needs to be addressed now, not Dude, tomorrow. Dude, like, like a salty now. ex-boyfriend or girlfriend, man. You know, so I think that's ridiculous. Um, I, I, it's sad to see the Cardinals released Kevin White today. Um, Kevin White, if you don't remember, was the Bears' first round pick. In 2016, I think, yeah, out I think of West 16, Virginia. Yeah. Um, so it, it, it's it's one of those things where, you know, here's a guy that that had the utmost potential and and just absolutely flamed out. He um, was electric at Morgantown, man. Oh, he was he was the real deal. Um, and just to clarify, okay, the XFL revealed team names and logos for all eight teams. I want you to pick the best team name. You got the Dallas Renegades, the Houston Roughnecks, the, <laughs> Lo- the Los Angeles Wildcats, the, the New York Guardians, the St. Louis Battlehawks, the Seattle Dragons, the what? Tampa Bay Vipers, and the Washington Defenders. Those were all ugly. <laughs> Those are all horrible names, bro. Those are the worst <laughs> eight names oh I have God. ever heard in my life. If you were to tell me, hey, you have to pick one, I think I would go with the Houston Roughnecks. <laughs> so would I. That's the one I was going to pick. Oh, my God. dude! It, if I have to pick one, what would you say? Uh, was it the Washington Defenders? Yeah. I, I do that one because I think it's the worst fucking one. <laughs> no, it's terrible, dude. It's absolutely <laughs> terrible. And to end the NFL news, Carly Lloyd, um, World Cup gold medalist, um, hit a a fifty five yard field goal. Yep. Um, let me tell you something. Who who is that that fucking guy? On uh, is it the Bears? Cody Parkey. Who who missed the thirty two yarder? Versus the birds. Yeah, like, dude, you're done. <laughs> I would sign Carly Lloyd tomorrow. Okay, but I would go with an, I would go with a rule change. The second the kicker kicks the ball, they run off the field and somebody else comes in. <laughs> oh, that's great. That's it for my NFL take this week. Yeah, I'm glad we got that in. I liked it. Uh, uh, I enjoyed it. Which, by the way, watch the video. That was a boot, dude. She could have gone to 60. 100% she could have gone to 60. Now, she started a little further back than usual, but I don't care. 
she she's can, also not used to kicking a football either. So exactly, like, yeah. and that was an absolute boot. Yeah, that was boot. Like German das boot. <laughs> oh shit. But it's time to play one of the favorite games, fan favorite. It's time to play next. Dino, let's go. All right, here we go. Uh, do you say milk and cookies or cookies and milk? Cookies and milk. Cookies milk and, and cookies. Milk. What? Cookies and milk. <laughs> milk and cookies, bro. Okay, I'm cookies and milk. Next. Uh, do you put cereal first or milk first? You're a psychopath if you put milk first, cereal first, all the way. Cereal. Definitely cereal. Next. Uh, would you rather watch a movie at home or go to the movies? Home. Home, 100%, I, so I can drink. Um, home, so I don't have to hear people clapping. <laughs> Next. Uh, would you rather get intentionally walked or reach on a catcher's interference? Intentionally walked. Intentionally walk shows you uh, they respect you. Uh, catches interference. Hope I break his wrist. <laughs> Next. Would you rather get punched in the face or kicked in the nuts? Face. Oh, my God. Not even close. Face. Punch me in the face. Next. Would you, like, would you let Mike Tyson punch you in the face for a million bucks? Yes. Absolutely. Wouldn't hesitate. <laughs> Next. Uh, would you hit a? Would you rather hit a bomb that goes off the outfielder's glove or hit a straight up ground rule double? Bomb's a bomb. Yeah, I'm going a bomb and hoping it's like Jose Canseco. Uh, I, I honestly, I'd go with the ground rule double. What? Yeah. <laughs> you soft. <laughs> Next. Uh, would you rather? Would you rather be the guy who drills the guy or gets drilled to start a brawl? Pitcher mentality. I'm drilling. I'm wearing one in the back and starting a brawl. Absolutely, I want to get drilled. <laughs> Dino and I running out there after him. Next. All right, it's a playoff game. You're the game-tying run. It's a play at the plate. You're really good friends with the catcher. Do you truck him if it's a bang-bang play, yes or no? Yes, a ring's a ring. Ooh, love it. Yeah, I'm trucking him. Shout out, Pettis. I still love you, bro. Yeah, I'm trucking that bastard. <laughs> Next. Uh, pick six or fumble recovery for a touchdown? Pick. I'm going fumble recovery. 100% going pick six. <laughs> I'm going fumble because I used to play DN, so like I wasn't get th- getting too many pick sixes. Next. Sack or interception? Sack. Sack. Pick. Next. If you successfully pulled off a trick play for the win, but it was called back for a hold, <laughs> and then you end up losing... Do you punch the dude in the locker room? Yes or no? If it is a giant monster, no way. I'm going, I'm, I'm going no because that's my boy. I'm punching him. <laughs> oh, love it. Now, uh, is, there any, is there any problems here with any yeah, answers? Yeah, you, you, you <laughs> soft ass. What are you going ground rule double for? Um, here's the thing, right? First of all, I've never hit a bomb. So, Not even in Little League. No. I've hit the oh fence like four times. <laughs> okay. And, and, the, and the only ball that I've ever hit that was obviously a bomb, the fence was taken down. Is that at, uh, at CV? Yeah, it was at CV against uh, 
Apicella who ended up going to Elon or, or Coastal, Coastal. Coastal, yeah. Yeah, a little lefty, and it was by far the furthest ball I ever hit. By the way, did it without fucking launch angle. Um, and, yeah, didn't hit a bomb. Now, if that's my only career bomb, like, I, I might take it. However, a ground rule double means that you, you, like, you either smoke the ball down the line or, like, you really got a hold of one, and either one I'm good with. But I don't want I don't want that ball that like hangs up there, hits off the dude's glove and just like <laughs> drop. It's like, you know, that's like that's like at the at the Mayfair when you're throwing ping pong balls at the goldfish thing <laughs> and you hitting like six different ones, not the one that you're aiming at. And it plops in the one that you weren't aiming for. And they're like, here's a goldfish. You still yeah, get a like, goldfish, though. Yeah, no doubt. But I, nah, I'm hitting a ground rule double. Yeah, I got one. I don't even know why this is a question. Like, you physically need help if you put milk first in your cereal. Or cereal first. Oh, wait. No, milk first before your cereal. You're crazy. You're a psychopath. Dude, I think uh, UZR bro puts milk first. Yeah, all those UZR guys are definitely (laughs) putting milk first. To be honest with you, I I, I don't, like, I I think they eat cereal with water. (laughs) Okay, That's like so I, disgusting. Well, I don't, I don't, I don't trust these guys. Until we talk to these guys, these UZR guys, these, these the, the George and and Bobby Brown or whatever, Bobby Downs. I don't know what 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 their names are. They definitely put milk first. Now, but hold on a second. Let me clarify something real quick. If I put cereal first and then milk and then eat all the cereal. I will then pour cereal on top of the leftover milk. That's totally, totally, that's totally fine. Okay. Because there's little particles of the cereal still in. Exactly. You're just doing that. You're just doing that to, to use up the rest of the milk. That's fine. Uh, Yeah. I'm just topping it off. Yeah. 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 Okay. Completely fine. So we're all good with those questions. Yep. All right. Well, before we wrap up this pod, it's time for the great Dean's final thought. So a lot of people have been asking me about the, the conspiracy theories, right? So I'm giving you a preview to next week's episode, um, if it is next week. But I think, I think we're going to have to squeeze it in here soon. If not, we're just going to record it at some time here in the next few days so, so we're able to have it. I'm going to run through a few of these. J.D., how much time do I have? Uh, maybe five minutes. I don't know. Okay. I got all the Six. time. I got you got all the time in the world. I got a time machine. <laughs> um, so let me let me explain this. We're talking about hold the on. Le- hold on. Yeah. Let me. Can I interrupt you? Absolutely. That brought up a great point that we could have done for next. You have a time machine. You going forwards or backwards? We gotta save that one now. Um. Hold on a second. Give me like a tenth of a second to make my decision. I'm going backwards. I think I'm going backwards too. I don't think I want to go forward. Yeah, dude. I don't know. I want to know it's what my future is. You know what I mean? Like, but I would have a lot. Like, see, here's the thing, right? If no, I'm going back because I want to go to like, I want to go to. But it's it's so swayed because if it's Back to the Future rules, like I can't go back to the right. date that I really want to. Right, right, right. You know, if it's just like a snap of the finger, 
like like where are you going? I feel like I would love to be on the beach during the Trojan War, just like sipping a lemonade, like watching this. <laughs> you know, like like I, I would I would have loved to be sitting there like on a on a floaty during D Day, you know, when when we're storming Normandy. Like <laughs> like I, I just wanna see that. Um and then I would also wanna like I would. This is going to sound messed up, but I would like to part. I would like to partake in the Titanic sinking. Oh my god! Because I, I think I could survive. Oh, it. oh my god, dude! You're go. You want to go into that water? No, I don't. But I think I could survive it. Oh my god! Because unlike everyone else who just sat there like sitting ducks, I would have swam to like one of the furthest boats and be like, "Look, I'm the only one. I'm freezing my balls off. Let me in. <laughs> like, come on, don't be dicks here, dude. Like." <laughs> yeah, or with the knowledge you have, you just like are already just chilling there by the boat, and you're like the first one to get on the boat. No, 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 women and children only. So like, you wouldn't even get on. I have a child. <laughs> <laughs> that guy's such an asshole, dude. <laughs> Billy Zane, bro. Yeah, he was also in Back to the Future. <laughs> That's just, so great. I mean, that should be the that should be the fact <laughs> of the pod right there. But I'm not going to do that. So, all right, anyway. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I got it so derailed. No, no, no. It's okay. It's okay. So, um, Lincoln and Kennedy. Right. I'm going to fly through these as fast as possible with, with with by keeping you guys still engaged. Right. Lincoln was was elected to Congress in 1846. Kennedy was elected to Congress in 1946. Lincoln elected president in 1860. JFK in 1960. Both were particularly concerned with civil rights. Both wives lost a child while living in the White House. Both presidents were shot on a Friday. Both presidents were shot in the head. Okay, now here we go. Are you now ready? It, now it gets, if it wasn't crazy, now it gets crazy. Yeah, now it gets crazy. Lincoln's secretary was named Kennedy. Kennedy's secretary was named Lincoln. Both were assassinated by Southerners. Both were succeeded by Southerners named Johnson. Andrew Johnson. Andrew Johnson and Lyndon Johnson. Yeah, Andrew, born in 1808. Lyndon, born in 1908. John Wilkes Booth was born in 1839. Lee Harvey Oswald, born in 1939. Both assassins were known by their three names. Both assassins are, are, are names composed of 15 letters. Now, here you go. Here you go. I'm turning it up a notch. I'm hitting fifth gear, pressing NOS like Toretto. Here we go. Okay. Lincoln was shot in a, at a theater named Ford. Kennedy was shot in a car called Lincoln made by Ford. <laughs> I'm going to say that again. Lincoln was shot at a theater named Ford. Kennedy was shot in a car called Lincoln made by Ford. Booth and Oswald were both assassinated before their trials. And here it comes better than anything else in the world. A week before Lincoln was shot, he was in Monroe, Maryland. A week before Kennedy was shot, he was with Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> Lincoln, Lincoln was shot in a theater, and the assassin ran to a warehouse. Kennedy was shot in a just or Kennedy was shot from a warehouse, and the assassin ran to a theater. That's fake. That is all one hundred percent accurate. I don't want to like go outside now. <laughs> Tell me that's conspiracy fake. Conspiracy theories, bro. Tell me that's Jeez. fake. Come on now. When they make too much sense, man, and that, I think that's what's going to be the gist of what you know we're going to be talking about on JD with conspiracies. But 
when they start making too much sense and, and you start asking yourself, well, I don't know, like you, it starts to question the status quo, that's when it's a good conspiracy theory. Facts. Now, um, here's another conspiracy theory. Um, the, the UZR guys uh, allegedly <laughs> drink their own pee. Because <laughs> it's sterile and I like the taste. <laughs> so, yeah, just wanted to throw that out there. Um, just in case the first one bored you. Love it. Great final thought. That's all for this podcast. Make sure to follow us on social media, on Twitter, at Facebook, uh, at JD with sports and Instagram at JD with sports.co.